0: Guys, I hope everyone's having a good (laughs) fall-slash-summer-slash-sauna. Yep, here in New York City, the temperature was up in the high 70s. Usually when you hear November and mid-70s, it's about every candidate running for president. (laughs) (laughs) Nice weather upsets them. It makes them unhappy. Hey, it's nice out. How can I be miserable about that? Well, it's easy, you know, the... See Greta von Funberg. Let's dance. If you're, uh, you know, a member of the Pelosi family, uh, put on your red shoes. Dance the blues.
1: How dare you?
0: It's uh, much cooler in Washington today. So a little bit of global cooling, I guess, climate change going on. This is all wrong. Or maybe it's um, fall. I don't know, one one or the other. Depends on what your political affiliation is, really.
1: We will never forgive you.
0: Not really looking for your forgiveness. You're You're not a religious figure, are you? Well, that depends on your political affiliation, too, doesn't it? Greta von Funberg.
1: How dare you?
0: One of my personal heroes I have uh, do you have any Greta von Funberg sportswear t-shirts or anything like that? She, uh, she's uh, quite something, is she not? She is every time the the weather, you know if it gets warmer or cooler, I naturally think of Greta von Funberg. I don't know how uh, how yeah you know, I, I assume everybody does. Because everybody thinks exactly the way that I think, right? And and is there another way to think? Don't be be silly. You know, every time I see a map of the United States now, I think of the western border of Montana looking like Joe Biden sniffing Idaho. Now... (laughs) Uh, Ted Cruz tweeted that out over the weekend, and he said, now I can't unsee it. And now I can't unsee it either. Every time I see a weather map, a political map, I'm like, hey, Montana's got Joe Biden's face on the side, and it's sniffing Montana. What's going on with that? That's the craziest thing I've ever seen. All right, it's not the craziest thing I've ever seen. Maybe the looting of Washington uh, by the Democrats the last couple of years, that was pretty crazy. They looted the area around this radio station, right where I am right now. How many times, Michael, was this neighborhood looted? Multiple. Do you think four? Maybe four? Yeah, and uh, boarded up and all that stuff. Family businesses, department stores looted, plundered by the Democrats. Uh, Those violent criminal Democrats that form mobs and all kinds of crazy. In fact, uh, my friend Jim, overnight last night, sent me a fun article on the Democrats uh, back in the old days, in the, in the 1980s, being arrested for bombing the Capitol and uh, bombing a whole bunch of places. That, you know, they're radical left-wingers. They they blow stuff up. They burn things. They, they've been uh, most recently... Yeah, they had uh, two churches firebombed in nearby Bethesda, Maryland, by the Democrats. That was a, a no-day story. Didn't happen uh, in the news at all. Uh, and then they arrested somebody, but they said, well, he's not yet 18 years old, so we, we're we just going to move on. We can't tell you anything more about it. Had the Democrat in North Carolina that firebombed two churches a couple of months ago. Of course, all the pro-life centers being firebombed and being vandalized and, and things. But this morning I kept hearing about January 6th. Isn't that amazing? It did remind me of the uh, the torching, the arsonist that uh, attacked the Church of the Presidents down by the White House, the, the uh, St. John's Church, Lafayette Park, uh, and the Democrats set it on fire. There's also only one building in Lafayette Park, they set that on fire, too. It's, uh, it's remarkable. And uh, they, uh, they uh, violently attacked the White House for several days, injured more than 150 police officers, torched St. John's Church, torched the only building in Lafayette Park, forced the evacuation by the Secret Service of the President and the First Family to the bunker beneath the White House designed for a nuclear apocalypse. Has Joe Biden talked about apocalypse again lately? What did, no, he used Armageddon, didn't he? He used Armageddon when he was talking to fundraisers because he's like Armageddon Joe. You know, if you're a Republican and that was your talking point at a fundraiser, you'd become Armageddon Joe. But, you know, when you're Joe, you can honestly go and sniff everything you want and it's kind of crazy. Uh, But instead of, you know, the news media, somehow the Democrats, they sacked and looted and plundered uh, for months on end uh, from Portland and Seattle to Minneapolis and St. Paul to Milwaukee and Chicago and New York and Washington and Atlanta and uh, across the country from north to south and east to west, and sacked and plundered and killed and maimed and injured and billions and damaged. Uh, but January 6th is the only thing that comes up, and it comes up over and over again. And now the Democrats, I mean the news media, I mean the Democrats, I mean the news media. She's my sister, she's my daughter. She, um, uh, the news media today is all, oh, there's go- those right wingers on election day. You better be careful. This is what the news media is wanting. Yesterday I was reading to you from the left-wing rag, the Politico, talking about unrest, how uh, after the election there could be unrest, which is their wink, wink, uh, nod, nod, rub, rub. That's their we're going to riot, loot, burn, sack, uh, plunder, uh, you know, if uh, things don't go their way. Also, I learned today, well, I I played the audio you, Joe Biden. was like, hey. You know, elections. It's not like we have election day and then we figure everything out that night. You know, Joe Biden said it could take days until we know who actually controls the House of Representatives or controls the Senate. There are well over a hundred lawsuits that have already been filed, and uh, today is election day. But you know, Joe Biden very recently said could take days. In last uh, two years ago in Maryland, it took weeks before they could figure out who won certain races. And now we're being told MSDNC, which is, you know, a, an appendage of the Democrat Party, a uh, shriveled, demented appendage of the Democrat Party. Uh, and uh, they're saying, oh, boy, you know, the, uh, this could take a long time before we find out who won the election because the Republicans may be winning tonight. But then uh, it was explained to me on Morning Joke this morning, Um, that then the Democrats start counting, see, because they're the mail-in ballot people, and they don't have to sign them or date them or anything like that. Uh, It's best if you don't date them, because then weeks afterward, when you're still litigating and you have uh, judges and lawyers and and recounts, uh, it's best to have lots of ballots that don't have dates on them, because... You know, why would you want dates on the ballots? And that's that's on the front page of the Washington Post today, that in Florida, it's a key state, you know, it's a kind of an amazing thing. So I, I, I'm sorry, I apologize for starting off on that note, but I was consuming a lot of media this morning, the Washington Post and MSDNC and, and the others. And uh, the talking points are that, sure, the Republicans are going to do well today, but it's not like it's over then because you know, we're going to keep counting. That's uh, that's uh, pretty pretty amazing stuff. And as Michael Piercy said this morning, there's one thing, said, when we return here tomorrow morning, there's one thing for sure. We still won't know who the president of the United States is. a boom see, that's, uh, we still won't know who the president of the United States is tomorrow morning. Because, see, that's a Joe Biden joke. Democrats don't get jokes. Uh, they, they They murdered comedy and humor and stand-up comedy and... Saturday Night Live and late night television they murdered it all they burned it they looted it they they plundered it um, man oh man oh man that's your that's your Democrat party <clears throat> according to NBC News Oregon and California will allow uh, um, uh absentee ballots to roll in until November 15th November 15th that's uh you know today is November 8th Joe Biden thought that Election Day might be November 9th. What does he know about politics and elections and things? It was 50 years ago this week that he was first elected. 50 years ago. Huh? Get my ear horn. But Oregon and California are going to allow up until November 15th to receive absentee ballots. But Washington State, not to be outdone, will allow up until November 29th. November 29th. Because we need to pass a law where we have election day. Maybe we should have uh, our elected representatives in this uh, constitutional republic should stand up and say, what in the hell are you people talking about? Are you insane? Are you demented? Are you on LSD? Are you are you Russian hooker chasing Hunter Biden crackheads? What is the you know, remember election day? Maybe I should have a T-shirt that says, Remember Election Day. (laughs) That that one would have a question mark, though. Not like Remember Normal, which doesn't have a, a question mark. So the Democrats, they've got some plans. And honestly, but just don't say, like Hillary Clinton said about the 2016 election, and she's already saying about the 2024 presidential election, just don't say it was stolen. Just don't say that, like Terry McAuffle did, the DNC chair, about the 2000 election, and then that Terry McAuffle, the DNC chair, said about the 2004 election. And don't say the election was stolen, like Stacey Abrams said about the governor's race four years ago. And we'll doubtless say it again starting tomorrow, because it's okay when Democrats riot, loot, plunder, burn, attack the police, set churches on fire. That's OK. It's OK when Democrats say that the elections, every presidential election in the 21st century, they have contested that they've lost. They don't contest the ones they they've won, uh, but everyone they've lost, they've contested. But pay no attention to that. But it is uh, granted. It is a big day. It's a big day for America. Um, you know, as Michael Beschloss pointed out recently, he's the presidential historian who spends a lot of time jib jabbing with uh, with uh, uh, Joe Biden. He's one of his fake historians. He's like a Soviet historian where he only writes the stuff that uh, sounds good, looks good, makes him look good and is approved by the state. But um, I've been watching a lot of media, reading a lot of media. And and there is a lot of concern that things might not go very well. Uh, after election day today only if Republicans win control of the House of Representatives or something like that
2: a historian will say what was at stake tonight and this week tonight was the fact whether we will be a democracy in the future
0: the fact whether,
2: whether our children will be arrested and conceivably killed we're on the edge of a brutal authoritarian system and it could be
0: a week away that's right could be a week away that was that was a week ago that he said that of course you know so a brutal authoritarian system because you're know, like Ted Cruz or Mike Lee or something like that might have and the Republicans might have control of one house of Congress, maybe even both houses of Congress and and your children may be arrested and killed. Now, this kind of hyperbole certainly doesn't lead to suicide attacks on police, suicide attack on re- Republican members of Congress on a baseball field, uh, assassins showing up south showing up outside the home of Brett Kavanaugh and violent mobs showing up uh, outside the homes of other Supreme Court justices. Doesn't lead to any of that uh, kind of stuff. No chance, no chance of that. The MSDNC people, they had Meathead on. You know, Meathead, he was uh, about 50 years ago on a TV show called All in the Family because his father was Rob Reiner, who was a great, you know, uh, writer and, Stuff from, excuse me, his father was Carl Reiner. I apologize, uh, who was, you know, the great uh, uh, funny man from the 1950s and and 60s. So, uh, you know, Rob Reiner grew up in Beverly Hills with limousines and French nannies and all that that implies. And um, and now he thinks he's uh, and he did make Spinal Tap, which will forever be funny. Um, I'll I'll grant him that. But there. They're really unhinged, these people.
1: The other side, reality doesn't mean anything. They're only interested in power, and they're only interested in... And they'll do anything to get the power. They're willing to kill, literally kill, to get the power. You can't have a conversation with them. The only thing we can do is try to hold on to the House, add a couple of Senate seats. It's going to be very hard, but if we don't do that, this might be the last election we have in, in a democratic uh, democracy,
0: in a democracy. That's right, in a democratic democracy. My, this would be the last to be the end of elections in America because Republicans are just that bad. Um, you know, Republicans were the Abraham Lincoln side in the Civil War. I uh, Well, we got that, uh, uh, what's her name? Kathy Griffin is talking about Civil War, the one that severed Donald Trump's head in a metaphorical way and, and all that stuff. Uh, you may remember the number three Democrat in the House of Representatives also had a somewhat more grandiose uh, claim.
2: The losing this democracy could very well be
0: the end of the world. That's right. It could be the end of the world, and the end of the world as we know it. But I feel fine. That's the Democrat Party today. If you, if, um, you know, I was out with a friend the other night, uh, a couple of friends, and we were talking about friends of friends. And uh, all the parents that we know whose children have become transgender because, and they're, they're gender fluid, non binary, uh, black fingernails, because, you know, the Democrat Party sunk their teeth into them in kindergarten. Got it going pretty well. How do you like your gas prices, your heating oil prices, the inflation rate, the empty grocery store shelves, the war in Europe, open borders? Crime, mayhem. Uh, it's election day today. I just listed the Democrat Party's running. Um, uh, those are their talking points, and that's what they're running on, I think. they're More crime, more mayhem, uh, and uh, let's completely destroy the schools. That's uh, one of their promises, too. We're at 888-630-9625. They're willing to kill, literally kill, to get the power. There's only
2: one. Chris
0: Plant, The Chris Plant Show. Hey, it's Chris Plant inviting you on our 2023 sea cruise. Next June, we'll be headed to the beautiful Mediterranean, sailing from Barcelona to Portugal with stops in Ibiza, Casablanca, and more. For details, visit ChrisPlantCruise.com. It's, um, we should go to the telephones. It's election day, and it's vitally important to get out and vote because our democracy is at stake. The Democrats are going to steal our democracy, and it's the end of the world, and they're Hitler. I'm just uh, borrowing their rhetoric uh, for for the day. I'll return to being a normal person tomorrow. Let's uh, Let's go to the telephones, Michael. Let's go to Matt calling from St. Louis, Missouri. Matthew, you're on the Chris Plant Show.
1: Chris, happy uh, election day in Totalitopia. <laughs> Thank
0: you very kindly. That's very good.
1: <laughs> hey, so so the uh, counter-in-chief told us we need to be patient. It's going to take a while for the counts to come in. Yeah. Um, and for him, that's because you know counting's hard, right? As he knows all too well. But there's more to the story. Uh, remember, it was three words. He came up with two. It was four letters. He came up with three. Right. It was seven grandchildren. He came up with five. Right. Um, his pension. His pension for undercounting got him. Uh, invited to count the Republican votes in Arizona, Georgia, and especially Pennsylvania since he's, you know, Scranton Joe the coal miner. And so in addition to just Joe being a little slow with the count and and all that, the other reason it's going to take longer is he's going to need a lot of breaks. He's going to need to uh, have breaks for things like ice cream, naps, watching Hazel episodes. He'll need some Cobra, 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 you know, uh, skinny dipping time, naked hour and Things like that, you know, breaks for uh, putting those kinds of things. So that's why it's going to take several weeks to to really get
0: the count in. You you just nailed that. You smothered it all over the place. And you're right. He said it's, uh, you know, a three-letter word, jobs, J-O-B-S. As Barack
1: says, a three-letter word, jobs,
0: J-O-B-S, jobs. He said uh, just a couple of weeks ago, it's uh, two words, made in America, he said. Two words made in America. And he did. uh, He constantly gets the number of grandchildren he has wrong. I got four kids, five grandkids. Come on. I'm an expert. He's got seven grandkids. Uh, He later said he had six grandkids. The number is still seven. Uh, Democrats and math.
2: This is the Chris Plant Show. Let me start off with two words. Made
0: in America. Made in America. They all clap anyway because, you know, the emperor has no brain. It's tragic, really. Very sad. Not a Dr. Jill Biden should have stopped him from running in the first place. And failing that, the Democrat Party should have stopped him from running. And failing that, the Fourth Estate should have stopped him from running. But, you know, they, uh, the news media, quoting the New York Times, the number one threat to our democracy. I, I saw in the paper today, right here in the papers, it's in the papers, it's in the papers, they, uh, the front page of the style section in the Washington Post, they have the headline, it's their lead story, networks, that's the TV news networks, networks tally votes, while keeping tabs on our democracy. That's the, that's the headline, because our democracy, it's our democracy. And they spoke to Nora O'Donnell, the anchorette of the CBS Evening News, and she said, I feel an incredible responsibility to get it right, just for a change of pace, just to mix things up, you know. Well, you should, you should have started feeling that like 20 years ago, shouldn't you have? Yes, she continues, I think democracy is at stake. Democracy is at stake. This is, uh, yeah, you guys have uh, burned it at the stake. That's, uh, that's why it's at stake. It's at stake, uh, honestly, <laughs> like a witch in Salem, like Joan of Arc, it's at stake. You guys have been burning and looting democracy for so long. But now, now suddenly the anchor of CBS News says she feels an incredible responsibility to get it right. That's interesting, isn't it? (laughs) Took long enough. Welcome to the party, Hans. Listen, um, I think democracy, this is the central talking point of the Democrat Party. It's not democracy, it's uh, democratsy. That's a very different thing because they're the radical left. They're the extreme left. They're the violent, rioting, sacking, looting, plundering, transgender, sleeping in parks, Antifa, Black Lives Matter, steal all your stuff, left. They're the left. The New York Times has a story today by by their boy, Paul Krugman, who's a, a troll that lives under a bridge. He rides subway trains late at night in a trench coat doing Sudoku. Is that what it's called, Sudoku? <laughs> sudoku. Sudoku, yeah, Sudoku, yeah. Yeah, that's what he does. And uh, wearing a trench coat. And uh, he's a weirdo. Probably, it's too dangerous to ride the subway now. He probably found a, a bridge to dwell under. Not in Central Park because it's too dangerous now. But he's got a, a his headline today is A mega America Would Be Ugly. Why? Because you guys would start rioting all over again and burning everything and looting. Because uh, we've had enough of you guys rioting and looting and burning everything. Honestly, we have. Let's go to election denier Stacey Abrams. Uh, soundbite number four. She was on the uh, television last night on MSDNC, uh, a radical left extremist network. Uh, stocked, they stocked the pond there with racists and bigots, uh, and they're happy about it. They think it's pretty cool. It's hip in New York City to be a filthy, rotten left-wing racist. Uh, really, they like it. Here's uh, St- She's from Georgia, Stacey. She's an election denier. She's been lying about it for four years, and the news media has been giving her a tongue bath, which is not uh, an appealing... Uh, and uh, and so she keeps saying it. Brian Kemp and Brad Rauschenberger outsourced voter purging. That's what they did. They franchised it to white supremacist groups and to hard right-wing groups to give them the opportunity to do what... Yeah, the uh, voter purging has been outsourced to white supremacist groups. And interestingly, the Fanker, that's the portmanteau for a fake anchor, the Fanker there didn't say, oh, really, what groups? Because can you name them? Can you name the white supremacist groups, you Democrat Party, Jim Crow, KKK Confederacy, Jefferson Davis Democrat? Can you identify those groups Uh, The white supremacist groups that uh, have had the voter purging outsourced to them. You filthy, I mean, honestly, this nuclear incendiary uh, uh, language that they use quite commonly. Joe Biden last night. Joe Biden was, uh, he was in Maryland, which is pretty pathetic because uh, it's, he didn't want to go to a state where the Democrats might lose. Then he'd look bad for campaigning for Democrats that lose. So he went to a uh, a race where it was about race. And I think oh, he, he was at a historically black college and university also. And he told them uh, he he was he couldn't have been more patronizing or condescending. He told them that they're just as smart uh, as other people. And wink, wink, like, uh, you know, who are not, uh, you know, to like white people is what he said. Do you have that soundbite there? Because uh, Joe Biden... With, uh, listen to how condescending and racist this is, and see if it reminds you of anything that he said about Barack Obama. dollars I put in the budget for HBCUs. HBCUs. You know why? HBCUs don't have the endowments other have, but guess what? You're just as smart, you're just as bright, you're just as good as any college in America. America. You're just as smart, you're just as... That's Remember what he said? This is to African-American students and he can't pronounce pronounce HBCU. uh, And and he couldn't be more patronizing. You're just as smart. They're African-American students. And uh, yeah, don't let anybody like the Democrat Party, the party of Jim Crow, tell you any different. But you remember what he said about uh, Barack Obama? Well, it's uh, couldn't have been more racist. You got the first. Sort of mainstream African American yeah. who is articulate and bright and, and, and clean and nice looking guy. I mean, it's, that's a storybook, man. Yeah. So the first mainstream African American to come along, Barack Obama Wells, who is articulate. He was articulate. That's not racist. If that's not racist enough, wait for the next one. And the first uh, mainstream African American to come along who's bright. Who's bright, right? That's uh, good. And the first, this is the, the cherry on top, the first mainstream African-American guy to come along who's clean. He's articulate, bright, and clean. ABC. That's how I remember the sequence, ABC. He's articulate, bright, and clean. And he told the, uh, the students, yeah, I give you money. Actually, uh, Donald Trump did more to shore up historically black colleges and universities than, than Joe Biden or Barack Obama ever did. But pay no attention to that. We have this notion that somehow if you're poor, you cannot do it. Poor kids are just as bright and just as talented as white kids. Yeah. And I'll leave alone the endowment thing. I'll let you write your own, but the here's the uh Joe Biden. Let's go to Joe Biden yesterday at the because he's campaigning where there should be no need for the big guns to come out and in fact there isn't. But um but here he is um, he's got something wrong with his bones. We know in our bones that our democracy is at risk, and we know that this is your moment to defend it, preserve it, protect it, choose it. Our democracy is at risk. you to feel it in our bones. No, I, I think actually what you're feeling, Joe, is uh, a bit of the rheumatiz. Got got a bit of the rheumatiz. You're going to need some of Granny's rheumatiz medicine to take care of that feeling in your bones. It might mean that there's rain coming. It could be... <laughs> Could be that there's rain just around the corner.. Mm, 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 mm. Man, oh man, that's your Democrat party. And they uh, where's uh, we got that uh, woman that was she was impersonating Kathy Griffin, impersonating Elon Musk on Twitter, and she was suspended. And Elon Musk made a funny joke about her, said she was suspended for because all the news stories said she was suspended by Twitter, suspended from Twitter, for impersonating Elon Musk and Elon Musk. Uh, tweeted out, he said, no, she was suspended for impersonating a comedian, which is funnier than anything Kathy Griffin has ever said. <laughs> it's not even that funny. It's fairly funny. It's you know, it's funny enough, but it's funnier than anything that Kathy Griffin has ever said. She's not known for being funny. She's known for uh, being uh, like, uh, is she a marsupial technically, do you think? <laughs> uh, 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 uh. Man, oh man, yeah, poor kids are just as smart as white kids. That's Joe Biden. That's, the, that's racial jungle Joe. Right? That's, uh, again, if you were a Republican and you said you didn't want your kids going to school in a racial jungle, the New York Times would forever after call you racial jungle Joe. And if during a fundraiser with a bunch of billionaires, you said that just around the corner is Armageddon, you would become known as Armageddon Joe. If you went around sniffing little girls... You'd probably be known as child molester, Joe. And if you showered with your daughter, who grew up to be a drug-addicted sexual deviant that's left out of the Biden family story, um, you know, you might get another nickname. But when you're a Democrat, mm, 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 mm. man, oh, man, I'm telling you. All right. Uh, let's uh, let's see. Let's go to uh, let's go to the telephones because the nice people are, are out there in today's election day. And uh, have you voted, Michael? Not yet. He hasn't voted yet. Got to vote. You're going to vote, right? Heck yeah. Got to get your little sticker. Which uh, I was getting uh, photographs today from from family members in uh, Georgia. And they have their their stickers, you know, their voting stickers, stuck to their clothes, right? Because you get your voting sticker. And the voting stickers have what appears to be a peach on them. It says, I'm a Georgia voter. I secured my vote. That's what it says. I secure because they have a secure vote system there, unlike you know what the Democrats want. Uh, but they've got a so and it's got a peach got a peach on it with some leaves on the top, and it says, "I'm a Georgia voter. I secured my vote," and that's good. Um, here in Washington, they give you a sticker that says "Yo Vote." It says "Yo Vote" because they're anti-English language. They're Democrats. Right, let's go to the uh, phones. Let's go to uh, Jim, calling from Louisa County in Virginia. Jimmy, you're on the Chris Plant Show.
2: Hello, Chris. Hey, I Jim. was walking my dogs at 5 o'clock this morning in beautiful Louisa County countryside, and there was the big red blood moon. And I'm just praying that that's an omen for uh, today's elections, uh, wave. Uh the You know, the red moon was <laughs> up there. But uh, anyway, Louisa County is... Uh, beautiful spot. It's uh, midway between uh, Richmond to the west, which is trying to become like D.C. in terms of its crime wave, and Charlottesville, uh, or Richmond to the east and Charlottesville to the west, uh, which is trying to become like San Francisco in terms of their crazy policies. But um, uh, the town of Louisa is the home of Patrick Henry. Give me liberty or give me death. And uh, that's kind of the attitude of uh, most residents of Louisa County. But uh, seeing that blood-red moon, uh Full moon this morning. Uh, uh, I just hope it's a sign of today's elections.
0: I hope you're right. And I was texting with a friend, a couple of friends, about that uh, early this morning as well. uh, Because inexplicably, although we did have a big, delicious uh, beef stew dinner last night and went to bed pretty early, went to bed pretty early. But I woke up at 3.30 a.m. this morning. I woke up at 3.30 a.m which uh, occasionally happens, the sound of gunfire and, you know, ambulances <laughs> and, you know, helicopters crashing out my window and things like that. I live in Washington, D.C. But um, I woke up at 3.30, uh, and I looked out uh, our window, had the moon framed up, our bedroom window had the moon framed up beautifully. And it was a great full moon. I went and tried to take a picture or two with my camera, but it takes... Uh, no good pictures of the moon, you know. It's yeah. uh, just a blur. But um, then uh, my best girl suddenly she's awake. I didn't do it, and um, <laughs> wasn't my fault. And we stayed up and we watched we watched the whole eclipse. We we could actually uh, lay there in bed and uh, watch the whole eclipse as it as it came in from the the upper left hand corner of the moon and went down to a the tiniest sliver and then a speck. And we watched the whole thing. And then it went kind of dark uh, and and red and after you know uh, a little after the moon was fully eclipsed it turned red and uh, and we, uh, we had a great time watching uh, we didn't want to get up to it wasn't our plan but we happened to get normally because we had the daylight saving thing uh, a couple of days ago right so right. Norm, normally if you get up at 4:30 or 5 which uh, I'm in the habit of doing uh, you know that's the 3:30 or 4 uh, today yeah my
2: dogs are still on uh still on the the, the time zone and <laughs> the earlier time zone and so uh you know their their clock is still off but uh anyway they were waking me up to to go outside and uh took a nice mile walk or, uh, around this you know nice country road and um but I saw about the, the last third of what you just described and, very uh, nice very nice a beautiful sight it but, was cool uh, it's uh, anyway. ev- you
0: know evidence of God the uh, the you know the moon and the stars and the uh, planet Earth and the sun and and uh, and we know it's coming and we can because of science because you know we're the science people the the Democrats don't know what a woman is or how many genders there are. You know, or that the United States is the greatest, coolest country in the history of the world and the greatest place on the planet right now and the least racist place because the Democrat Party is the party of crime and looting and transgender kindergarten, and and they're the party of criminals, and they're anti-police and anti-U.S. military, uh, although they'd like to see the military put on a musical, you know, because <laughs> that's, the, that's the thing about them. They're, they're pretty crazy. Jim, thank you for the call. And I hope I hope you're right. I hope that the Red Moon, Red Moon rising, I hope it was uh, you know, not the uh Empire of Japan making a comeback or anything, but but a uh, symbolic of representative of and oh I've gotta share something with that talking to my friend Sebastian Gorka this morning, and he's got an idea and I like it very much. I'm gonna share it with you in a minute.
2: You're listening to The Chris Plant Show.
0: Yes, uh, my friend Sebastian Gorka. Gorka! He tweeted this morning, After we crush them today, it's time we flipped the colors back. Everywhere else in the world, the commies are red and the good guys are blue. With me, Chris Plant. Yes, uh, yes, I am. I'm 100% with you. And, you know, the Republicans have to make an issue of this. Fox News should make the, the switch. All conservative media should make the switch. And why not after this midterm election? What is this? You know, look, it was Tim Russert, the late Tim Russert at NBC News and a cabal of of uh, he had been a Democrat Party Hill staffer before he became a, like so many. It's been going on for a long time. Uh, but he was a nice guy. He used to hang out at a restaurant bar in our neighborhood. He was always very cheerful and uh, talked to everybody. But but setting that aside, uh, it was uh, that cabal that said, because, you know, that the networks and the news media used to swap back and forth every four years. Uh, The Republicans are red this election cycle and then they're blue the next election cycle, then red the next, then blue the next. And then at one point, like musical chairs, the news media stopped the music and said, OK, and the Democrats get blue and the Republicans get red. And then the Democrat Party started rushing to the left. And now they're as red as any Italian left wing party and they've got communist parties and socialist parties in Italy and it is time now how you bring I think uh, Republicans in Congress have to stand up for this and uh, certainly the news media conservative news media have to stand up and say from now on the Democrat party is red as is appropriate and blue goes to the true blue serving in the military uh, serving as police officers waving the American flag and not burning it uh, Republican party so we've got to be blue again, and the left has to be red, and let's make that permanent because they are red, red, red. They are red. And Sebastian Gorka raises the, uh, the matter today. After we crush them today, it's time we flip the colors back, and I've been talking about this for years. Everywhere in the world, red represents the left, except in the United States of America, where the left decided that they would make themselves blue and make pro-American, patriotic Americans red. Also, red tests negative in focus groups and things like that. The auto response is negative. And that's why the communists in the United States, in fact, Michael Piercy sitting across from me, is wearing a red T-shirt today. But it says Mostly Peaceful on it. It's a Mostly Peaceful uh, T-shirt. You know, from the Chris Plant store, Mostly Peaceful. It's got kind of cool hippie lettering tool i like the mostly peaceful because you know peace sign man boy do i have a lot more for you and and your calls it is election day uh so called in america we're at you know the number